0: Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn-Awardner. And during uh, a Potter Day in May, I have asked you, my most excellent listeners, whether that's on Twitter, the closed Facebook group, or on Instagram, what you would like me to discuss. And one of the things that came back a lot was alternative therapies. Um, Things like if I put a sticker on Instagram saying, ask me a question, I would get acupuncture back or homeopathy back. And when I replied to people directly and said, could you just tell me what you want to know? Because that's obviously a a big subject. It became really clear that actually what might be quite useful to people is an explainer because um, uh, they are quite complicated. You might think they're one thing when they're actually another. So in this episode, I'm just going to go through the main uh, alternative therapies and what they are about and I have done this via my own personal experience and by internet research, this is not an expert-led show. If it uh, transpires after this episode that you would like me to get an expert on to talk about any of these fields, they will obviously give a far more in-depth, robust uh, account of these alternative therapies. This really is just an explainer show for this short hit, uh, these mini-episodes that are going out in May. So... Um, I have quite strong thoughts and feelings about alternative therapies, some of them at any rate. And I'm not going to bring that into this conversation because this, clearly, from the messages that I got from people, the most important thing isn't to have a debate about it. It's just to sort of lay down the, the sort of bare bones of what these things are. But there are some things that I have tried. There are some things that I have... There are some things I've tried and, and liked. There are some things I've tried and thought were absolutely nonsense and there are things that I absolutely will not try. But the ones that I'm going to cover in this episode are acupuncture, aromatherapy, Ayurvedic medicine, homeopathy and Reiki. Please let me say again, I'm not giving a um, a definitive guide to these alternative therapies and complementary therapies, I'm just giving you the explainer, the kind of what they are Um, If you do want me to unpick these a bit further, I will. But please, if you think that anything within this is wrong, you know that you can get in touch with me on the beauty podcast at gmail.com or you can slide into my DMs on Twitter and Instagram where I'm at Emma Guns or you can join that closed Facebook group. The link to join is in the show notes. It's important that we get this right, but I do feel confident that this kind of gives you the grounding. So acupuncture, aromatherapy, Ayurvedic medicine, homeopathy and Reiki. So acupuncture involves the insertion of very fine needles into different parts of the body and these different parts of the body aren't just random they are called acupuncture point acupuncture acupuncture points and the idea roughly obviously this could be explained in far more beautiful eloquent detail by uh, a a practitioner the idea is that the needle stimulates nerves and muscles which then may release natural pain relieving chemicals And there's also uh, belief within acupuncture that health issues can be caused when energy or chi is blocked. And acupuncture, the insertion of those needles aims to unblock or unlock your energy channels via those specific um, acupuncture points on the body. I know many, many people who have had positive experiences with the treatment of headaches and migraine, gynecological issues, depression and anxiety via an acupuncture needle. And I know there are people who uh, have been mentioned on this podcast before, who I have friends who have seen them repeatedly and said that was life-changing, that really changed something. Let's not uh, dispute the fact that some people really, really take to them. I've had acupuncture before. I really enjoyed it all times, but not enough to then constantly uh, go back and think I need this all the time. But that's basically your... That's basically your grounding. There's obviously a lot more to it, but that's kind of the basic thing. And I have had it a few times. I had The first time I ever had it was at a, a sort of high street, very well-known spa. And the fire alarm went off mid-treatment and I had needles in my face. And she said, okay, so we can stop the treatment and I can remove the needles and we can go to the fire assembly point. Or um, you can leave the needles in, we'll go to the fire assembly point, I'll make sure that you don't bump into anything and we can come back and finish the treatment. Listeners, I elected to take the needles out because I was not walking out onto a fire escape in central London looking like Hellraiser. End of. That I didn't feel was a treatment that did a great deal. I have had acupuncture uh, with a TCM, so that's traditional Chinese medicine, and I thought that was game-changing. It was when I was really suffering with anxiety and depression, and I went in sort of all curled up and no posture. sort of with my shoulders hunched, and when I came out, I had four acupuncture needles go into the back of my neck, and when I came out, I walked out like uh, Judd Nelson at the end of um, The Breakfast Club, there was a substantial difference. So I, I happen to think there's something in acupuncture, but, uh, the thing you probably want to know is, do do the needles hurt? No, they don't. They are inserted most of the time. So I have had it a few times with people. It's really interesting actually. Um, what normally happens is they put the needle in and they sort of flick your skin at the same time. It's like you're being flicked by an annoying sibling. Sorry, Gavin, but you have done that to me before. Um, and so you actually feel the flick of the finger more than you feel the needle going in, and once they're in you really don't you really don't feel them. I'm really interested; I just haven't had the time recently. I really want to go and see uh, Sarah Braddon, who does Uh, facial acupuncture. Um, I learned about her via Lisa Snowden, who's been on this podcast and has a brilliant blog and uh, follow her on Instagram. I'll put the the link in. I'm really interested to see uh, what facial acupuncture can do because I just think it would be interesting to try. There are some things I would never go down the road of trying, but um, I think it's interesting to explore acupuncture a bit further. So there you go. Uh, That's kind of the basis. Very, very rough top line and also some personal experience. The next one that I had quite a lot of questions about was aromatherapy and basically like how and why does it work? So aromatherapy uses essential oils, which are oils extracted from plants for healing and inhaling essential oils stimulates the olfactory system, which is the part of the brain connected to the nose, uh, the smell, sense of smell. And as the molecules reach the brain, they then affect the limbic system, which is linked to the emotions, our heart rate, blood pressure, breathing, memory, stress, uh, hormone balance. It's very subtle, um, but it, it's a very subtle yet holistic effect on the body. Um, one note, if you are using aromatherapy oils, they have to be diluted before they are applied to the skin. They, uh, they are very concentrated. They can be irritants. So uh, well, not can be. I'd imagine they probably are. Um, so you have to be quite careful, or get premixed by various brands, and uh, you can imagine the ones. But most most essential oils you have to then uh, add into a carrier. If you're using it in a diffuser or an oil burner, for example, you don't. They can just go in neat, or oh, I have been anyway. So aromatherapy is something I have talked about on this podcast before. I. I believe in it I do think that it has made a positive difference I used to I remember investing in a uh, diffuser from Neil's Yard Remedies and I bought the woman's I think it's called the woman's balance or woman's health uh, aromatherapy oil because it I knew that my hormones were out of whack my mood was all over the place and I definitely sensed felt a positive difference and I put a lot of uh, store in it, and then I then got a diffuser for my office, and I use their optimism blend and their focus blend when I was really concentrating. I don't dismiss the idea; but I think it's really nice. I do now worry, and this has only come because I moved house recently and I saw the state of my walls. I do worry about inhaling all of that, but I think that's another conversation. There's a really excellent piece. Please, there's a really excellent piece written by my friend Claire Coleman about the toxicity of um, candles uh scented candles uh, which I and the link to which I'll put in the show notes actually um because I just worry about breathing certain things in but that could be scaremongering so let's not take that as fact let's maybe get someone on to talk about it maybe I'll get an aromatherapy expert on who can actually talk about uh breathing in via water via those diffusers there you go so that's aromatherapy it look it smells nice it makes your home smell nice and what's What's nicer than walking into someone's home and it's smelling beautiful? Ayurvedic medicine—it's obviously thousands of years old. Well, not obviously; it is thousands of years old. It's an Indian system. Um, there's a lot, a lot to it. So I'm just going to try and again give top line, but it is based on a belief that health and wellness depend on a delicate balance between mind, body—goodness me, I'm so sorry—a delicate balance between mind, body, and spirit and uh ayurvedic medicine believes we all have three life forces and these are called dosha and then we all have uh these dosha but one is uh one is dominant, shall we say. So you've got the, and forgive the pronunciation, someone might listen and say, oh Emma, you are saying that wrong, but I think it's vata, which is space and air, pitta, fire and water, and kapha, which is water and earth. And we all have a mix of all three, but there is usually one that is stronger than the other. And it is believed that an imbalance can cause or can lead to or be the result of health problems. So your vata dosha is Your most uh, is very powerful and uh, it's like basic bodily function. So, even down to how your cells divide, this is the belief of Ayurveda, um, mind, breathing, blood flow, heart function, intestines. And if it's your main force, if that's your strongest dosha, dosha, then um, you might, if it's out of balance, have anxiety issues, asthma issues, heart disease, or skin problems. Uh, then you've got the pitta dosha, um, which has a controlling investment, a controlling interest in digestion, hormones and appetite and if it's your main force there may be issues some with something like Crohn disease, heart disease or high blood pressure. I always worry about drawing such a strong link between these things because it's not um, scientifically proven but we'll come on to that at the end when I do my disclaimer. Then you have your Kapha dosha which uh, is meant to have an Impact on muscle growth, body strength, stability, weight, immune system. And if it's your main force, there may be issues with asthma, diabetes, nausea, and obesity. So, I have had an Ayurvedic treatment before. I was on a press trip to the Maldives and I did end up in like a steam bath, like one of those steam rooms that you sit in and then they flood steam into it. You've got the towel around your neck and you it was like a wooden sauna type situation, but you sit in it and your head pokes out the top. And I was in there for a bit too long. I didn't come away from it feeling. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I really, I really get it. But I know some people who really, really do um, put a lot of, of stock in what, what it says. But regardless of personal opinion or anyone else's, to be honest, that's just kind of the basis, and I, as I remember from my own personal consultation, when you go and have an Ayurvedic treatment, you'll be asked a lot of questions as they try and assess what your balance is in terms of those doshas, and then they will um, prescribe, an in inverted commas, accordingly a course of action or potentially um, treatments, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, homeopathy, hmm, it's a very controversial one, but let's just go into, again, top-line So the foundation of homeopathy involves using extremely watered-down or diluted natural substances to treat physical and mental health. And the idea is to use these um, specially prepared but very highly diluted substances to trigger the body's own healing mechanisms. Now, bear with, there's a principle of like-treats-like. So a substance that can cause symptoms when taken in large doses um, can be used in small doses to treat similar symptoms. So, think drinking a lot of coffee can make you um, agitated, can um, interrupt your sleep, can make you sleep less. And in the uh, the theory of homeopathy is that the application, oh, treating via small doses could treat agitation and sleeplessness, which is quite interesting if you think about it because it doesn't go, doesn't seem to make sense. But obviously. Uh, Usually it's in tablet form, by the way. Um, You take little tablets. I used to take, oh, God, what was it called? Pulsinetta, I think it was, from acne way back in the day, um, when there were very, very few options around, other than sort of the very stripping skincare. Is it Pulsinetta? Something like that. Um, And then a homeopathy uh, transession, concession, cropped up in the local uh, Boots or Big Chemist and we had a look at that took some advice from somebody and actually my skin did get better so um I don't know but yeah draw your own conclusions maybe we'll get a homeopathy expert on to really dig down into it then there's Reiki now Reiki universally translated means life force energy and it's a Japanese technique and it believes that when our energy is low it makes us unwell so a Reiki treatment restores the life force to help you heal and stay well Um, and you will have, it can be hands-on, hands-off, I've had both, but it channels the uh, Reiki practitioner will channel energy into you, the client, whoever's on the bed, by means of touch or by means of sort of uh, close proximity to activate your natural healing processes. I've had two, I've been treated, I've had two Reiki treatments. Um, The first one was really nice at the time, It was, there was some some crystals involved and I, as I say, at the time thought nothing of it and was told about a past life that had become visible to the person doing Reiki on me and it was quite a, quite an unpleasant past life and although in the moment it all felt completely fine, I actually for quite a while afterwards felt really unsettled by what I had been told, even though it was like, oh, you had this really past life, but it's going to be fine. It was still like a lot of information to take on. And I found in the long term, I found it to be a negative experience. I then when ended up going to see somebody else who does Reiki, but somebody who trained in sports massage. And during her training, sort of very shyly said to uh, one of the teachers, I'm, When I'm working on someone, I don't just feel the muscle. I'm feeling other things and uh, doesn't take any money for anything like that. But somebody I have revisited time and time again and who I think. Well, spending an hour in her treatment room always makes me feel good. I always feel energized afterwards and I don't have to say anything. And she kind of knows where I am. And the first time I went to see her, I was a hot. I wasn't even a hot mess. I was just a mess. And her her thing was just, just get on the table. You don't have to do anything. Just get on the table. It's fine. You're just going to get a nice massage. And then that was really one of the turning points because at the same time I was doing therapy, I was doing lots of meditation, and it did feel like that was a very uh, a nice positive thing. And it's not something I feel like I need to go back and have lots either. But um, it's interesting, isn't it, how you can go to these things and you can have one person who maybe doesn't work, but then somebody else really works for you. And that's maybe the thing to be said for all of these treatments is if you're not really feeling it then it's okay to move away from it and try someone else not everybody is necessarily the same so those are the top line because this is a mini show so I didn't really want to I wanted to keep it quite neat but those are very very top line basic descriptions of what those alternative therapies are now no one specifically asked this but I think the big question is do they actually work that was coming through this is what people wanted to know and it has been argued there is no alternative medicine there is only scientifically proven evidence based medicine which is supported by solid data or there's unproven medicine for which scientific evidence is lacking and there isn't a huge uh, a, there isn't a huge amount of data for a lot of these alternative therapies Although, as I said, we can deep dive into this in other episodes if that if you have an appetite for it. Um, I'm sure people will come back to me and say, well, actually, Emma, there's this, there's this and this. And I'm happy to explore it in a future episode. But I just wanted to say that, the, that this is top line. This is just really giving that explainer because that did seem to be what the majority of people who asked for this really, really wanted. Um, and the other thing I want to say is as. I I sometimes fear that these alternative therapies if they're selling you something then just be really careful going into it if you are vulnerable if you think gosh I really need help or I'm not in a good place and you fall upon one of some of these things I have seen it happen with friends where they then kind of get locked into believing so hard into it and then you're like well how much is this costing you and it can be a little bit of uh You just sort of look at it and think, oh, that makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. So keep your spidey senses on is all I would say. But I also really do also believe in the placebo effect. So if something works for you and makes you feel excellent, then run towards it. I remember when I was depressed and I would go out every Monday and I would go and buy gladioli from the local supermarket because they hadn't flowered yet and they were £1.50. So they were super cheap. So money was an issue. And I remember speaking to my friend Marcy and I said, you know, what makes me really happy at the moment is makes me feel really good is I go and buy gladioli every morning, every Monday morning. And then by the end of the week, they're, all the flowers have come out and they're really beautiful. And her words were, run towards the gladioli, run towards them. So if something makes you feel good, then that's for no one else to say. It's just, there's an interesting thing here about when feeling good and parting with money and uh, all of that comes into it. But again, I do feel like that's a bigger conversation for a bigger episode with maybe a couple of people those who really buy into alternative therapies and those who maybe don't. And we can have a healthy, positive debate about that. But as an explainer goes, that was um, acupuncture, aromatherapy, Ayurvedic medicine, homeopathy, and Reiki. There are obviously other alternative therapies, but those are the ones that I had the most messages about. So if you would like me to do a top line, on any of the other ones before the end of a pod a day in May, then do email me as soon as you listen to this if it's during May two thousand and nineteen, on the beauty podcast at e- at gmail Or slide into my DMs on social media, where I am at Emma Guns on Twitter and Instagram, or ask for it in the closed Facebook group. The link to join is in the show notes. It's a closed group. You have to answer two questions to get in. If you only answer one, I'm sorry, you're not getting in. You have to answer those two questions. They're really easy. Unfortunately, a little while ago, some uh, people got into the podcast group who were trying to sell, and I've just had to put those little barriers to entry just to make sure that... uh, nobody gets sold to you because that's not why I ask you there I ask you there to have a fun safe uplifting helpful conversation about the topics brought up in the podcast or topics that are uh, affecting you that you would like to have discussed either in the group or in a further conversation on the podcast so please do answer those two two questions if you are listening and you requested to join ages ago because there are a lot of people who didn't answer questions and you're thinking well she didn't let me in the group you might have to go back and uh, answer those questions, because I do see a lot of member requests, but the questions haven't been answered. So I just, I only, whenever I go in and do approval, I just approve. You can filter it down to who's answered questions, and I just look at those people now, because uh, the list is getting quite long. So please do, if you have asked to join but haven't asked the question please do go back and edit that it's not uncomfortable questioning it's just to check that you're not a business basically and also to find out what you want to hear about that's it right that was top line on alternative therapies I hope that you found it useful it obviously is the starting point of a bigger conversation so please don't think that I'm uh, drawing a full stop at the end of this but I just wanted to give you that explainer so that you had it thank you so much for listening I will see you on the next one